Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Dory with you. A story I had last week showed that the suicide rates are going up at such an alarming rate that the life expectancy, the average of you know how long you're going to live, as it's all tossed in, is going down instead of up because of the high suicides. Dr. George Pratt is a clinical psychologist. He's a best-selling author with a private practice in La Jolla, California, for more than 30 years. He specializes in helping people resolve emotional blocks and achieve success. He specializes in mind-body techniques, hypnosis, psychotherapy, and performance enhancement. He has served as the chairman of the psychology at Scripps Memorial Hospital in La Jolla on the staff. He's also a fellow of the American Society of Clinical Hypnosis, vice president of Making the World a Better Place Foundation. My pleasure to bring him back. Why is it taking you so long to get back on the show, George? Church, it's always good to talk to you. I think we've both been busy. I, I think so, too. Well, it's good to have you back, and happy oh, holidays to you oh, and everything. Nice. This alarming report about suicides going up so high that it's bringing our average life expectancy rate down. What, what's going on? Yes, it is. It seems, uh, it seems scary. We had, on average, in, uh, since in 2016, for example, 45,000 suicides. And in the age group of 15 to 34, suicide is the second leading cause of death. And uh, that's, that's really unfortunate. We've got uh, one of the major factors is a dramatic rise in opioid addiction. Oh, and there's lots of opioid overdoses that are going on. And there's a strong relationship with uh, when we have economic downturns. There's, uh, there are more deaths to uh, suicide. So if you're having financial problems, you want to be talking to somebody to help you manage the circumstances. But between these kinds of uh, statistics and the economy um, and opioid addiction, it's very, very dangerous. And the, one of the problems with the opioids is they're twice as likely to attempt suicide as people who do, don't use them. So that's one of the reasons that our life expectancy is going down. It's, it's going down a... Uh, it is going down, and we don't want that. I mean, the healthy it's people, down. it's probably still going up with people who take care of themselves, but the average is coming down because of the high suicide rate. Right. And uh, the people that that commit suicide, even though many of them, the majority, are not in any kind of therapy, 90, upon more rigorous investigation, 90% will have evidence of a mental health condition, and they're not getting help for it. So that is the, between not getting mental health help and then being uh, more vulnerable to opioids, 
they're in a very dangerous situation. And if you can imagine uh, people in that age range and then having children and then they're left without a mother or father, it's a, it's a very sad situation. So we want to we want to do something about it. We want to make the, the uh, statistics better and have us living longer and happier so that we have quality of life. And that's what that's what I'm interested in, and uh, I know you are too. Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, the, the the problems associated with suicide most frequently. You know, they start off with strained relationships, life stressors of some sort, finances, uh, substance uh, abuse problems is number four, and then physical health conditions. So suicide is an issue mental health professionals are saying, not only for the mentally ill, but for anyone struggling with serious lifestyle issues. What do you think of assisted suicide? You know, I know that uh, that's been bandied around for a long time, and in certain situations, I'm, uh, you know, I could consider that as a as an option for someone, yeah. not in California, but in other states, when there are no other hopes and they're in a uh, certain condition that they can't recover, and and it's so painful, so painful, and it's, and it's so painful, and um, but. Many times, people that are interested in that also have a mental health issue, and you want to deal with the mental health mm-hmm. issue so you get a clear perspective on what is it that's going to help this person the most. And, um, you know, other states have been exploring it, and it's, it's available, but um, it's complex because of so many different factors, but particularly for screening for mental health issues. And then also the influence of certain medications people are taking that can cloud their, their mind and uh, affect their ability to think clearly. Dr. George Pratt with us. Uh, his websites are linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Doctor, when we take calls with you next hour, in addition to phone calls, is it appropriate to ask people who may have contemplated or attempted suicide to call? Is, is that something that we might be able to uh, deal Certainly. with? Okay. I'd say whatever, whatever people are needing, we want to make the world a better place. Because of the young people's suicide rate, and that seems to be going up as well, yes. can we blame social network for that? You know what? That is, uh, that is a real factor because there's a correlation between people that are on, uh, on the computer and for an extended period of time watching other people do things. Yes, and they get bullied in some cases, too. Yes, they do. And the, if you could imagine, if you spend more than two hours a day, and I think that's a very liberal uh, amount of time, if you spend two hours a day, your risk for depression goes up significantly. It just, it, you are not being active, you are not pursuing your life, you're watching someone else, and then you're feeling inferior because you're not doing anything. You're on social media. I know when I pay a bill online, I get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's pretty normal, George. Jeez. You imagine doing that for two hours? 
Paying no, bills that, online? That wouldn't be very good. I'd rather have people do healthy things, uh, be out in nature, get some exercise, um, be out in what's what are called fractals, which are um, cues out in the environment that are irregular patterns that are very good for the brain, such as looking at uh, leaves and trees and flowers, that those fractal patterns have a subconscious effect and they significantly elevate our mood. So fractals are your friends, not so much social media for an extended period of time. Give us an example, of course you can't give us any names, obviously, don't want them either, but of a patient or someone who came to you and and tried to commit suicide. And, and how do you take them through a process to get them out of that mode? Well, I've had people that are considering suicide, and what really happens, it's a undiagnosed depression. Now, uh, some of the things that that we do and is to help people rather immediately go in and look at what the triggers are for the depression. Many times people will have failed on antidepressants. Well, the the third book that we did, which was Instant Emotional Healing, helped identify how individuals can do various procedures and, let's say, tapping on issues that have been bothering them to clear them. It's a delinking of the emotional arousal with the circumstance. So the people that I have seen, when people have been depressed for a period of time, they've, they've kind of given up. But if you can go in there and then identify what the triggers are, then you can treat them properly. So the um, identifying that is, uh, can be really wonderful. And, uh, and it, it may take a little time, but there are techniques that even using some subconscious techniques, such as uh, uh, a method where you're using the body's energy system to identify um, when something happened in your life or what the trigger was, they might not they might not consciously recognize that when they were eight, they were traumatized and they remember at that point their father walked out on the family at age eight, and then they say, well, it's really no big deal. I've gotten over it. Well, what has happened is they haven't gotten over it, and then they built other problems on top of that. So you have to go back to that earlier trauma to clear it, and then when you start clearing those, then people become very positive because they know there's something that can be done. And... um, the uh, and, it, and it doesn't have to take uh, a prolonged period. Then they feel empowered and worthy to proceed. So that's the exciting thing is we have tools. Uh, these are called uh, energy techniques. So I personally do, I do obviously cognitive behavioral, which is the traditional. You try to change people's thoughts by, um, you know, in some conscious ways. And so to shift thinking patterns, but we also do EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which is a rapid way to clear trauma. 
And when you can identify it, then you can clear it. Let's say a person, uh, I saw a person a couple weeks ago that came in that had been in an uh, airplane crash. And he was not the pilot. It was, uh, uh, it was another circumstance. And the doors uh, collapsed. They had to foam the runway. It was very scary. They thought mm-hmm. he thought he was going to be dead. And he had been in a very agitated and uh, a state where he was not thinking clearly. And his wife came in with him and, and said, I had done something with her in the past. And she said, you know, let George try some of these procedures. And when we had him think of the, of the crash and then do, let's say, tapping on certain parts of the body with feedback loops to the brain, that cleared in about 45 minutes. And there were some other things to identify, but the, the majority was cleared in a very short period of time. Then that gives people hope. What happens when people are depressed for so long, they have given up hope. But at least if they're willing to come in to see a professional or to a, uh, a church pastor or something like that, getting some guidance and encouragement that they can be helped. There are lots of tools available. There is also um, clinical hypnosis is a wonderful technique, too. And then, as I said, the, uh, the tapping and cognitive behavioral and then um, the uh, EMDR is, is wonderful. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.